0: welcome to one of simon's free podcast adventures if you'd like to listen to all of the adventures you'll find them for sale over on simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com here comes simon g'day my name is simon i'm an australian green tree frog i'm also a fact-finding frog Thanks for coming to visit me in my rainforest. Now we can go on another adventure together. I hope you've got your detective hat on already because the tree stump has done what it always does and left us some very tricky clues about the adventure we're about to go on. I'll read them out and we can try to work them out together. Clue number one. You'll meet a creature who can smell, but not with its nose and it can taste, but not with its mouth Ooh. clue number two Be on the lookout for a lighthouse that has no light and isn't near the ocean Oh! these clues are starting to sound like riddles I like it We better get going on this adventure, so we can get to the bottom of those clues. So, let's take in one really big breath together, and when we breathe out, we'll be off. Okay, deep breath in, hold it, and breathe out. Here we go! is the weirdest start to an adventure we've ever had. It's Deja Vu to the Max. Deja Vu is when a place or something that happens to you is very, very familiar, like you've been there before or it's happened before. We just left a rainforest and now we're in another rainforest and have a look over on our right-hand side. Can you see in your mind? There's another tree stump over there. And it's got a note on it. Just like my tree stump. I totally love this freaky stuff. Come on, let's check out that note. We better hurry. It looks like it's almost nighttime here. It'll be too dark to read it soon Oh, excellent! It's got my name on it It says, Hello Simon Welcome to the Coranda Rainforest Oh, cool! Now we know where we are We're back in Australia This is an ancient rainforest That looks just like it did when the dinosaurs walked through here millions of years ago. We're right up near the top of Queensland on the right-hand side. Okay, back to this note. It says, Please have a seat here with your friend. Oh, that's you. I'll be with you in a minute. Okie dokie. Let's think about sitting on the edge of this stump. While we wait, I know we were coming on this adventure to check out a tiny creature that likes to live up in the trees. I'm just not sure how we're going to get up there, and it's getting dark. I wish Chloe, my computer, was here. She'd know what to do next.
1: Hello, Simon. I apologise for keeping you and your friend waiting.
0: That sounds like Chloe. Where's that coming from? This adventure is getting more wacky by the second.
1: If you look at your left wrist, you will remember that I gave you a communicator in the shape of a watch. It will allow us to talk wherever you are.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. You said I could have an apple watch. But I'm only a frog. So I thought, I can't walk around with an apple on my wrist. And then you wanted to give me an Android watch. But I'm way too little to have a robot on my arm. So you invented your own device. I did work out that it can tell me what my heart rate is and what my blood pressure is and even how many hops I've done. But Chloe, it won't tell me what time it is.
1: It is a biofeedback and communication device, Simon, not a watch. It allows me to monitor your well-being.
0: No worries. I can just check it on my phone. Mm. I do have a question, though. How are we going to get up into these huge trees to check out that tiny creature We are here to see.
1: I am currently fabricating a multi-directional hovering vehicle directly behind you in the centre of the stump using the latest scientific 3D nanoprinting protocols that will allow you to explore the entire rainforest ecosystem.
0: Oh man, can you see in your mind? There's a beam of light moving backwards and forwards in the middle of the stump behind us. And it's creating a tiny vehicle. Now I get it. Chloe is 3D printing something for us. And so far, it looks like a very shiny, very green, two-seater convertible sports car. Except... It doesn't have any wheels. Oh, Chloe, that is a very happening machine. But there's no way we could even get our big toe into it.
1: It's ant size. I have also generated a molecular reduction bubble, commonly known as a shrinking field, around anyone sitting on the tree stump.
0: Would you like to commence the miniaturisation process? You want to make us smaller? 100% green light to that, Chloe! Fire up the Shrinky Dink Bubble and let's get minuscule! Oh wow! We're shrinking faster than greased lightning! Can you see how everything around us is starting to look really big? We're so tiny, we could play basketball on the top of this tree stump. That only took a few seconds, and now we're ant size. Chloe, I have to say, you've done an outstanding 3D printing job, and it looks like a seriously cool drone with no propellers.
1: Thank you, Simon. But what I have created is a microscopic, battery-powered, noise-reduced, anti-gravity aeronautically hovering vehicle that will allow you to investigate the minuscule creatures that inhabit these arboreal structures without disturbing the ecosystem.
0: Say what? Okay, yes. It is a cool
1: drone with no propellers.
0: I knew it! Come on, we're the perfect size now! So let's get in. Oh, Did I mention my toy drone got stuck in a very tall tree? It wasn't the worst thing that's ever happened, but it's definitely up there. <laughs> I also tried to explain to my grandfather what a drone is, but I'm pretty sure it went right over his head. Okay, I'll stop being silly. Which side of Chloe's excellent drone would you like to sit in? You can choose and I'll have the other side. Righto, I'll just hop into the seat beside you. Uh Uh-oh, Chloe... There's no steering wheel I will be taking control
1: of the drone's trajectory To ensure the safety of you and your valuable passenger
0: Sounds like you don't trust my driving, Chloe But fair enough I did crash my last car into a tree So now I know how the Mercedes bends (laughs) Oh hey, I might be a bad frog driver but pigs are worse. They always hog the road. <laughs> oh, on the bright side though, if my car ever breaks down, I can always jump start it. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I add those comments to my
1: database? I could file them under attempts at humour for future
0: reference. Sounds good to me. A oh, Am I imagining things, or is it getting brighter instead of darker?
1: If you look to your left, you will notice that the full moon has now risen above the horizon. This will provide more than enough illumination as the sky is also
0: completely cloudless. Fully intense? You're right, Chloe. It's almost like daylight. Just silvery instead of yellow, like the sun. Okay, I reckon we're ready for liftoff. Lift-off will commence once you have fastened your seat belts. No problemo, senorita. We are onto it. <gasps> Excellent, eh? These seatbelts are exactly like the seatbelts in a car. Nice and easy for us to do up. We're all strapped in, Chloe. It is also
1: necessary to spray you
0: with the correct and pheromones. No worries. I wondered what the two little nozzles on the dashboard were for. Spray away, Chloe. Oh, nice. Can you feel that on your skin? It's like a very fine, cool mist. You won't be able to smell anything, but I'll tell you who can. The ants who live in these trees. Oh. Scientists who study ants are called myrmecologists, and because they're so good at researching, we know that we have to smell just like the ants. If we don't, they'll think we're invaders and attack us. And now that we're the same size as them, we wouldn't stand a chance. That means for this adventure, you and I are going to be myrmecologists. We're going to study some ants. But not just any ants. These ants have built an entire medieval-style kingdom complete with a castle, a queen, knights in armour that will go to war and defeat dragons, and a mini dairy farm. It's all right over our heads in the branches of these trees. We are good to go, Chloe.
1: Roger that, Simon, you are ascending at the very gentle rate of 1 metre every 30 seconds.
0: This drone is amazing Chloe, you were right about it being super quiet. It sounds like a cross between a submarine and a UFO. How weird is it seeing leaves that are at least six times bigger than we are? I thought trees were big before. But when you're bug-sized, they're insane! Now, because we're going to check out some ants, let me tell you why these little dudes are out of this world amazing.
1: Simon, the expression dude is an inaccurate description of the majority of ants you will encounter.
0: Oh yeah! Sorry Chloe, as usual... Your info is exactamundo They're not dudes at all They're dudeettes Oh! Nearly every ant you ever see will be a girl Really? Yep Girl power totally rules here in antland Just like the honeybees Now, here's a thought If they're all girls that's probably why they're called Ants, and not Uncles! <laughs> so, let me start again and tell you why all these lady ants are out of this world amazing! First of all, ants have been on the earth a hundred times longer than people have! Wow. So, yep, they were probably dodging those dinosaur feet. They started off in tropical forests like this one and spread out to every continent on the Earth. Uh, Well, except one. And how crazy is this, the only continent on the planet that Doesn't have any ants in it is Antarctica. Antarctica! That's like Iceland not having any ice in it. And did you know? There's at least one million ants for every human on Earth. So Every time you walk past someone, you can think, Oh yeah, that's another million ants. And those ants add up really quickly. Do you know what you'd call an ant who's good at adding up? An account ant. <laughs> <laughs> but the ants we're looking for don't live underground. They're arboreal. They only live in trees. That means you'll never, ever see them in your house. Well, unless you live in a tree house here in the rainforest. Oh, Chloe, can we hover right next to this branch for a minute, please? Certainly, hover mode has been engaged. Can you see in your mind on that branch there's an ant coming from the right and another one coming from the left. You can't miss them because they're the same size as us. Ooh! Remember when I said it was like a medieval kingdom up here? Well, these ants are two of the knights or warriors. Ooh, and they're also farmers and hunters and castle builders. They're crazy busy, all day, every day. Now this is probably one of the biggest challenges your imagination has ever had, trying to imagine an ant that's the same size as you are. They look like creatures from a science fiction movie, not to mention, they're bright green just like me Well oh, they're so big we could call them giants <laughs> oh, Do you know how to talk to giants? Well oh, you have to use very big words <laughs> oh, I used to be scared of giants but I'm getting better now I really look up to them (laughs) Now, just like every other ant in the world These ones have six legs And their body is divided into three parts First up is their head Complete with two antennae on the top That are constantly moving Their antennae the same tasting job as your tongue, and the same feeling job as your fingers, and the same smelling job as your nose. See, there they go, checking each other out with their antenna, and yep, they're from the same colony, so they're letting each other pass. Hang on a minute! creature that can smell, but not with its nose and taste, but not with its mouth? That was the first clue from the tree stump. It was talking about how an ant uses its antenna to taste and smell the world. One clue down, one to go. (laughs) What would you get if you crossed a dog? with an antenna, a golden receiver, (laughs) okay back to the excellent giant ants, can you see they have two eyes that are big and black and right on the front of their head are two jaws that look like a pair of pliers with loads of sharp teeth. I'll tell you something that hardly anyone knows An ant's teeth are much, much stronger than the humans Seriously? Scientists have worked out it's because all of the microscopic zinc atoms in their little choppers are perfectly lined up Hmm, nature really knows how to make cool stuff Their jaws go side to side, instead of up and down like yours do. Now those jaws are called their mandibles, and they make that front end very scary. And very dangerous to any bugs who get in their way. Now that stretched out middle section is their thorax, but their back end... It's just as scary as their crazy jaws. Oh no! Because it can shoot out acid. (coughs) And no, I am not making this up. They can bend their whole rear end up and over their back so it points forwards and then shoot formic acid out of their bottom like a mini Water Pistol, I'm serious! Now, that's what I call a neat party trick. But you probably wouldn't get invited back very often. Hmm. Now, these are weaver ants. And if we're lucky enough to catch them building a nest, you'll find out why they're called that. Did I mention that ants have their skeleton on the outside of their body. Yep, that's called an exoskeleton, like a suit of armour. Except it's waterproof and they never have to take it off. Ooh. These girls are always ready to go into battle. Now that our eyes are getting used to the moonlight, are you starting to notice what looks like lots of little spheres made out of leaves. They remind me of those beautiful Chinese paper lanterns. Those are weaver ant nests. Chloe, can you please take us up about two meters near the end of the big branch? There's definitely something going on over there.
1: You are correct, Simon. The activity you have detected appears to be the first step in the construction of a new nest.
0: Oh yeah, like cheese and pickle, we're on a roll. <coughs> oh man, there's heaps of ants headed out to that branch and they're coming from all different directions. I will hover your craft six
1: centimetres away from the activity to avoid attracting attention.
0: Cool bananas, Chloe. Good plan just have a sneaky peek at what they're up to. The first ant found a nice bendy leaf. She's grabbed the edge of it with her super strong mandibles and she's trying to pull that leaf down to join it onto another leaf. About 20 ants have formed a chain behind her like a tug of war and they're helping her pull the leaf into place. That leaf has to be not too soft and not too hard. It has to be just right. Sound familiar? I call that the Goldilocks leaf. But wait till you see what happens next. Can you see in your mind that loads of other ants are turning up and they're carrying something very interesting. They're holding what looked like little fat white worms in their mandibles. Those worms are their very own ant larva. Yep, that's what they look like before they turn into ants. But here comes the really good bit. They're tapping the larva very gently on the head with their antenna and that makes the larva push out a sticky thread of silk from just under their mouth and now the ants are moving them back and forwards over the edges where the two leaves join up That sticky silk thread is sewing those two leaves together and that's why they're called weaver ants. Oh! They use their lava like tiny glue guns to weave the leaves together and build the walls of their nests. It makes them waterproof, windproof, sunproof and protects them from other insects. That is some seriously good glue. Seriously? I borrowed a book from the library about the history of glue. I couldn't put it down. (laughs) And my best friend actually works at a glue factory. We bonded straight away, you could say. We're inseparable! (laughs) But my other friend asked me to pass her a chapstick, but I gave her a glue stick by mistake. She still isn't talking to me. (laughs) Now because the nest is made from fresh leaves, the temperature inside is always perfect, and they'll have lots of fresh oxygen from the leaves. Now that's what I call natural air conditioning. Pretty amazing for something that doesn't weigh much more than a balloon. Hang on a minute. These are the ants' houses. They're very lightweight, but there's no light inside them. So, lighthouses, with no light inside and nowhere near the ocean. Oh, that was the second clue from the tree stump. The clues are done and dusted. Now, most of the nest building happens during the night. Now, it might look to you like these girls never stop, but They do! Ants don't go to bed the same way you do. What they have is two hundred and fifty power naps every day that last for a minute at a time. And that means they almost sleep for five hours every day, just not in a row. Hmm. Oh wow! That's the Detailed Detective sound. There is something super interesting for us to notice, and it's happening about one metre above us on the tree trunk on our left hand side.
1: I have identified the activity you are referring to, and I am currently guiding you to a position where you can safely observe the
0: action. Nice one Chloe, you're the best! Do you remember when I said there were knights in armor who defeated dragons up here? Well, you're just about to see what I was talking about. Do you know how many dragons it takes to change a light bulb? Oh dragons can't change light bulbs, they don't have thumbs. but they're really good at lighting candles.! <laughs> Do you know what's the most frustrating thing about being a dragon? Well, trying to blow out the candles on your birthday cake! (laughs) 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 Oh now on that tree trunk There are at least 20 ants all working together Carrying something back to their nest And that something is a huge scorpion. Oh no! If ever there was something that totally reminds me of a dragon, it's a scorpion. They might not breathe fire, but they do have those crazy claws <coughs> and a primo sting in their tail. Ouch! But these weaver ants don't care how to tough you think you are, if you walk into their territory, you're going to be attacked by lots of them. Oh yeah! That's their number one superpower. They never work alone. Their mates always come and help them. That scorpion didn't stand a chance. <whistles> by dragging that enormous scorpion all the way up here, They're showing off another one of their superpowers. Mm. You see, they never go to the gym, but weaver ants can carry things that are 100 times their own body weight in their jaws. Really? You heard that right. Not five times or ten times, but a 100 times times their own weight with their teeth. Wow! How insane is that? (coughs) And that's why it only takes a few of them to defeat and carry a huge dragon, oh, I mean scorpion, all the way up the side of this tree to one of their nests to share for dinner. Their tiny feet stick like glue to anything they touch. When they run, they make their foot pads smaller. And when they carry heavy things, even upside down on a smooth surface, they make their feet bigger and flatter and stickier. (laughs) Oh yeah, as an extra bonus, those foot pads are also self-cleaning. Scientists still can't invent anything as good as these little ants' tootsies Looks like nature scores again Now those sticky feet come in pretty handy when you live this high up I'm not really afraid of heights Uh, It's hitting the ground that scares me But what would you call a bird that's afraid of heights? A chicken! (laughs) But what would you call a chicken who's afraid of the dark? It's still a chicken! (laughs) And what would you call a witch in the middle of the desert who's afraid of everything? A chicken sandwich! Do you know who's not afraid of being up high? All these ants, that's who, they don't give it a second thought. Even if they fell out of this tree all the way to the ground, they could just dust themselves off and climb back up again. Ants are so light, they'll never be travelling any faster than six kilometres an hour when they land, even if they fell from the highest building in the world. Having their skeleton on the outside, like a suit of armour, keeps them from getting damaged too. When people skydive out of planes though, they absolutely need a parachute to slow them down, or they'd be travelling at two 100 kilometers an hour when they reach the ground. Mm, not for me, thanks. I do love the planet, but I don't want to hug it that hard.
1: <laughs> I have recognized food gathering behavior involving weaver ants and mealybugs. Would you like to check this out?
0: Chloe? Did you say, check this out? That's not like you. But I do like it!
1: My latest research indicates that if I use more of the expressions that you normally use, it can assist you in feeling more comfortable and relaxed.
0: Mission accomplished, Chloe. I'm totally cool and chill.
1: I apologise. I'm unable to increase the ambient
0: temperature. It's just an expression, Chloe, but no worries. You'll get the hang of it. Come on, let's check out. That feeding activity.
1: Affirmative. Now approaching a small shelter containing mealy bugs and
0: weaver ants. Can you see in your mind that the ants have built a roof out of the leaves that cover most of that branch? This is the weaver ant version of a dairy farm. But instead of cows, they're looking after these white mealy bugs. They look like a centipede that's been squished into an oval shape with little, tiny, white legs sticking out all the way around. (laughs) Mealybugs are sapsuckers. They live on the sweet liquid they suck out of the plant. But they always suck out more than they need. All that extra sugary goodness has to go somewhere. And this is where the ants come in. Oh man, you're gonna love this. But look out, I can feel a gross alert coming on. Uh Uh-oh, there it is. I knew it. I could feel it in my little frog bones. And that means I'm going to tell you something totally gross about mealybugs and weaver ants. So, if you'd rather not know, now's the time to stick your fingers in your ears and sing a little song to yourself. (coughs) Now this won't take long. Can you see that there's an ant climbing all over the back of a mealybug? It's rubbing its antenna on the bug and then looking very closely at the mealy bug's rear end. If you reckon you've guessed where the extra liquid comes out, I'll bet you've guessed right. That bug shoots drops of what's called honeydew straight out of its bottom and the ant tries to catch them in its mouth. I'm serious. Straight out of the bug's bottom, into the ant's mouth, and we still haven't got to the end of the gross bit yet. Ants have two stomachs, one for their own body, and another one called their social stomach to share food with the rest of the colony. An ants. Will fill up her social stomach with this liquid, go back to the nest, and then share it with the others by throwing it back up into their mouths. Oh! I think I just grossed myself out. Mind you, that's another reason ants are so good at surviving. They look after each other by sharing everything! Mm. Oh man, I've just realised! We've been here for ages! But before we go, there's one last thing we need to see! Chloe, can we call into the Royal Residence? The Captain's Castle? You know, where the big enchilada chills!
1: Do you mean the chamber where the Queen lives?
0: As sure as a dog says rough when it sits on a piece of sandpaper.
1: I will assume you mean yes. I will continue to file the majority of your comments as attempts
0: at humour. Good call, Chloe. And may I say, excellent navigation. We're landing right next to the biggest nest in the colony. You're so much better than Google Maps. Thank you, I think Jeepers Creepers Check out how much security there is around the entrance to the Queen's Castle If you don't belong to this nest, you're definitely not getting inside Lucky we smell just like they do Come on, let's see what's shaken in the Queen's Chamber I am not detecting any shaking either within the chamber or on the external branch. No worries, Chloe. Just an expression. Okay, seatbelts undone. Popping out. And let's head in. Easy peasy. These guards are giving us a quick once over with their antennas and they're letting us straight through. Wow. This isn't something many people ever get to see. Right in the center of this chamber is the Queen Weaver Ant. hoo ly doo She's at least three times the size of every other ant we've seen so far. And she's surrounded by her ladies-in-waiting. Those girls will look after her 24-7, 365 days a year. Yep, no break, no weekends, no holidays, not ever. Wow! They feed the queen, they keep her nest and her eggs super clean and healthy. If I told you ants stay healthy because of all of their antibiotics, It wouldn't be a joke. Really? They really do release an antibiotic fluid from a gland in their back, and it keeps the colony free of germs. Yep, no doctor needed here. Now this queen ant will lay hundreds of eggs every day for her whole life, and she never, ever leaves this room. Do you know how many commands this queen sends out to all of the workers in her kingdom every day? None at all. Yep, zero, Zip, zilch zippo and totally nada. And I'll tell you something else. The ants never ever argue amongst themselves. They just work things out. Can you hear that? That sounds like battle music. Something's going on outside for sure. Come on, let's have a quick squiz. Oh yeah, that's how we Aussies say, let's check it out. We're going to have a squiz at it. Man, can you see the ant standing up on her back legs? She looks like she's trying to have a boxing match with all the other ants who go near her. But she's not. That's her giving them the signal that something is trying to invade their territory and she needs reinforcements to follow her. It's time to fight something right now. There they go. Heaps of other ants are joining them too. Well, I don't know what's trying to invade the weaver ants' territory, but it's going to wish it hadn't. These girls are 100% do or die. There's no halfway when you're a weaver ant. Okay, I reckon it must be time for us to get going. Trust me, we do not want to be here when a whole colony of weaver ants get their cranky pants on. Let's take in one really big breath together and when we breathe out, we'll be off. Okay, deep breath in. Hold it and breathe out. Here we go! was that adventure. It was super fun being microscopic like an ant, but I am glad to be back to my normal size. And bonus, now that I'm bigger, cockroaches don't look so scary anymore. Mm. well just before you go, I've got one more ant joke for you. What do you call ants that are walking down a hill? Descend ants. <laughs> but who was the world famous ant scientist? Albert Antstein? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next time. Or as one ant said to the other, let's take a selfie with this scorpion and then we'll put it up on Instagram. If you'd like to own all of Simon's Adventures forever, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.